0: Welcome to the Ken Hill Podcast. Appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, appreciate the people that have uh, commented. I uh, appreciate the people that have donated as well. Hey, yeah, you guys are leaving your, yeah, give me some recommendations like on iTunes and stuff because uh, that stuff does help. Um, it helps bring in the big bucks. I'm joking, I'm joking. So this podcast is, is, a, is a fairly simple one. Um, it's Double Apex Corners and I want to kind of continue this, uh, this theme we've had over the last few podcasts about sort of what we quote, you know talk about as being simple topics. Yeah, we need to talk about them because um, even though this one's been on my, it's sort of been on my list and, and um, I didn't have a ton of notes on it, it wasn't until I heard it explained uh, uh, at a track day, uh, not too long ago, and I thought, holy, holy, you know what, that's just wrong and um, you know, a very overthought, um, almost profound uh, way of uh, thinking about it, I'm thinking, holy, no, you've just completely um, you know, screwed over the, the client because now he doesn't understand what the hell's going on. So you know, part of these podcasts are to take things that are simple and get you to understand them in a simple way Boom, you're done, don't have to worry about it anymore and you don't have to listen to any of the crap that's, uh, that's out there and you can go on to something else in your writing that's, uh, that's happening. So double apex corners. Double apex corners are, are when the radius of the corner is large enough to where you can have essentially a separate entry procedure and a separate exit procedure. Typically we're gonna find those in corners that are about 180 degrees. Sometimes slightly less than that. Um, Sometimes, well, absolutely if they're more than that. Um, and I'm going to give you guys some, uh, give you guys and gals, and gals, uh, some ways to to be able to think about what are some of the report cards, report cards for that. So it's pretty much as simple as that. We're going to, we want to, if the radius of the corner is large enough that it. Merits a separate entry procedure and merits a separate exit procedure. We're going to double double apex them when it comes to the degrees Around 180 degrees sometimes less than that um, but absolutely more than that and I think part of the confusion comes from the way Tracks are numbered or or lettered or named Where they may take a single corner? um, turn eight and even though turn eight is a gigantic long 180, um, it's still turn eight. So people think of it as maybe one type of a corner. Where, where really it's eight or 8A eight or 8A and 8B, they are two corners. Or you'll have tracks that, that, will, that will take some of these corners and they will make them a, um, you know, a six and a seven or whatever it may be. But look at a track map, look at, you know, look at a satellite image and look for these 180s, these corners that are connected together that equal 180 degrees. And that's how you're gonna be able to determine it. And it's I wanna make sure I'm, I'm careful about that. It's one of these corners are, are more linked together that there's really no straightaway in between them. So that's how we're gonna look at how we're gonna double apex corners. And it's having a separate entry procedure for, for the entry part and a separate exit procedure for the exit part. And once you understand that, it's gonna make your life a lot easier, easier. Oh, I have a separate entry segment and a separate exit segment. And when we look at corners like this, just like we look at a lot of other corners, we need to look at the exit first because that determines our bike placement at the entry. So where do we want the bike? ready to exit. Where do, we want to, where do we want to have the bike position to have the best exit off these corners? And then we're gonna adjust our slow point of the corner, where the slow point is for the exit. And that then determines your entry. So I want, I want you to be able to think about it that way. So how am I gonna maximize my exit? Is it, a, is it an increasing, does the radius increase on the exit? Okay, great, then I draw my line backwards. I go, oh yeah, yeah, the slow point's right there where, oh, it's a decreasing radius exit, and then I have to adjust where the slow point is for that corner. So that's that's how we look at it, and then, then we're gonna link up our entry to match up where that slow point is. So it's, it's pretty much, it is pretty much that simple, and The other thing that we want to take a look at with this is what comes before and what comes after some of these corners as well. So how you enter some of these corners is determined um, on what comes before it. Because sometimes we'll see um, a 180 that has a fast section coming after it, and if we want to maximize the fast section there and there's not time to bring the bike back over for a big, nice, wide entry, You'll still you'll you'll enter that 180, um, you know, maybe low, but of course you're still gonna have a good slow point for the exit. Or just as if you do have the time to open it up, you're gonna do your best to open it up so you can maximize that radius as well. So this one, I mean, honestly, that's really about it. There's really not too much to this one. The report cards for this, for for these double apex corners are. One, where's your slowest point of the corner? That's it. Where's your slow point? And once again, you're gonna draw it backwards to find out where your slow point is. Now you can start looking at how much neutral throttle do you have? And once you, you determine how much neutral throttle you have, then you can start to adjust your, um, your, your brake, Application for that corner whether it's your initial braking your end of braking and then you can look at your turn-in point and your turn-in rate That maximizes your overall speed to the slowest point So a lot of it's dependent on that The one thing that I I do want to talk about uh, a little bit um, on this on this topic as well and it it happens uh, a little bit more um, the difference between the big bikes and the small bikes which is there are corners where um, you may quote miss your apex a little bit um, on some of the exits, and a lot of it has to do with with uh, bike size as well. So there will be an apex; you just might be off the apex a little bit on some of the smaller bikes uh, because either the radius um, the radius dictates it. I can I can tell you right now. Like for instance, um, going uh, clockwise at Chuckwalla uh, in the bowl. On a small bike, you're gonna be two or three feet off the apex because the acceleration zone starts so, so early on that one. And if you try to get a more defined line down there, well, you waste more time doing that than this the overall acceleration uh, is on the bike. But on the bigger bikes, yeah, you're absolutely gonna have a defined apex there because you're trying to maximize how straight of a line that you want off of that corner as well. So on the entry, you're pretty much always going to be right smack on that apex. There's, there's, per, there's no reason to, to be off the apex because the, the, the further that you can drive the bike in, the straighter up and down that you'll that you'll be and you want to be to maximize your contact patch. Uh, and then that's what's going to lead to you adjusting for the slope point to the corner right there. So there are, there are a few little nuances with that, but, but not too many. So. All right, double apex corners. See, I'm not even talking that long on this one. It's not that. It's not that bad. This is one that you can uh, you can definitely listen to uh, at uh, going to the track. So, double apex corners. We're gonna find them wherever there's a 180 degree corner. Sometimes a little bit less. Uh, we're gonna find them always out. You know, if it's 180 degrees or more. And the thought process is we need to separate these two corners, thinking the entry. Right. We want to maximize the entry procedure. So when it comes to these these double apexes, it's pretty much you're always going to make the entry part an entry corner and the exit part an exit corner. And then what you're trying to do is link up your slowest part of the corner based on what that exit offers. So really think about that. The goal of a 180, the goal of a 180 is where is the bike placed to maximize your exit? and then you can adjust the entry for that based on, again, um, your speed, the radius of the corner, how much grip there is, size of the bike, all those different things. And the real report card is is how much neutral throttle you have and then you can start to pencil that off with uh, where you're letting off the brake. There are corners, that are these big, some of these big corners where you're going to have a lot of neutral throttle well, because you've done the best that you can on the entry and you've done the best that you can on the exit, but the bottom line is, there's still track in the middle there where you just can't go. You've gotta wait. You've gotta wait and maintain your speed for the exit. So, again, there's corners that you will have some neutral throttle in, and that's just the way it is. That's okay. I'm giving, see, I'm actually giving you permission for that. That's fine. That's what the radius dictates. But the goal is, even in those big corners, is you can start to minimize you know start thinking about oh did i have less neutral thought all the time or i didn't so there you go double apex corners that'll give you uh that'll give guys and gals a little some things to think about and uh, hopefully make your job a little bit easier on that one